everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Bring It In The House podcast show where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, art, artists, and leaders. And we have a great leader in the house tonight out of the ATL. <laughs> yes, indeed. Woo-woo. Of course, I'm your host, the original Millie Mills. It's so good to be here in 2023. And we got nationally recognized VP of programming and CEO of Branded Branded Live, mm-hmm. Mr. David Hurricane Dave Smith. Well, hello there. How are you? It's good to see you. So Thank good you to for see having you. me on tonight. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's amazing um, how fate or how life does like a circle, you know, yeah. so we go way back in the way day. But before, before we get into all of that, I always like to start out with recognizing your native town. Uh, you're yeah. a native of Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh. I'm from a, small, a small town literally outside of Pittsburgh, about 45, 50 minutes outside of Pittsburgh. And it's actually in the very northern panhandle of West Virginia. There's a little strip that goes right up there in between Pennsylvania and Ohio, and that little strip is a town called uh, Wheeling, West Virginia. So that's where I was born. So, but I grew up claiming Pittsburgh because we got all the Pittsburgh television stations, we got the, the Pittsburgh radio stations. So it was a big influence. I mean, it's easier for me to get from here. I'm from Pittsburgh to my hometown in Wheeling than from where I live in Atlanta to downtown Atlanta. So it's kind of crazy. So I claim it. I claim Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Woo! What an exciting ride it has been for you, hasn't it, Dave? It has been amazing. I, I have no complaints. Roller coaster ride of life for sure. Yes. And yes. I, I, just, I love it all. You know, you I'm know, sure. I'm sure because you even the bad parts. I love that too because there's lessons learned. Yes, and we we need those lessons along the way. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So, what high school did you attend, Dave? I went to uh, Wheeling Park High School, home of the Patriots, the Mighty Patriots. That's where I got my start in radio. The high school that I went to actually had a radio station inside of it, and I kind of fell into it. And so I've been doing radio literally ever since I was a sophomore in high school. Woo! Wow. Long time. Did you have any idea that, you know, could you foresee any of all, you know, the success? Do you have any idea it was going to take you this far? No, I had no idea. And and to be quite honest, the reason I got into the radio class is because I had some problems in study hall. And so my counselor said he saw something in me and he wanted to remove me from that element. And so he put me in a radio TV class. And to be honest, I I was dumbfounded. um, And I thought that I was going to be watching television shows and listening to the radio and taking tests. I, I had no idea that the school actually had a functioning radio station and a functioning low power television station. So it was, it was God's will at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely say you stumbled right into your blessing. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for my counselor. Absolutely. Amazing story. I love it. So Dave, where, where did you get your first big break in radio that really like was a turning point that you knew, Hey, I'm on my way. Well, to be honest, um, I know I've said that like three times, to be honest. So that's not something that I need to keep saying, because when people say to be honest, a lot of times they're not being honest. <laughs> but to be honest, <laughs> it's okay. my, first, my first big break was when I got released from high school. I mean, I graduated from high school. It literally took me two years 
to get a job in radio. And in my hometown of Wheeling, West Virginia, a very small town, they weren't putting people of color like me on the radio stations locally. Again, I was 45 minutes from downtown, but if you're not driving, that could be a life away if, you're not, if you don't have a vehicle. So for two years, I went to the three radio stations in, the, in my hometown, knocking on the door, trying to get in. I said, hey, I'm, you know, let me have an opportunity. I'd love to work for you guys. They said no, went to the next one. And I literally did that every single week for two solid years until somebody finally said, this guy is not going to go away. And so they let me in and I started running tapes on a station called uh, 16 WNEU. And I ran Casey Kasem tapes, believe it or not. Yeah, that's going back, right? (laughs) So that was my first first big break. Wow, an amazing story. And and you were running my boy Casey Kasem. I used to listen to him on Sundays, you know, back in the day. (laughs) <laughs> legendary, legendary. legendary. Rest in peace, rest in yeah. peace, Casey. I, I know Ryan Secrets, I believe, does that countdown now. He does. Ryan's yeah. a legend too, so he, he does everything over there at iHeart. Yeah. I mean, that guy, that guy has so many jobs. He needs to give up one of those jobs. Let some other people get some checks. Me, me. He could hire me, man. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one of those checks too. I'll take one I of his small checks. Absolutely. No, I, I, hey, I'm, I'm up for it. Just mm-hmm. hey, call me up now, Dave. I remember the first time I met you is at ABC Radio Networks in Dallas. Yeah. Um, I was one of the weekend talents, and I did admin during the week. And from yeah. the first day I met you, you know, you, you know, never, you've never been a stranger. You always, you know, so pleasant Thank and you. such a nice person to, um to work with now you were at reach or no syndicated one right well i came i came there from cumulus in tallahassee to be the doug banks morning show executive producer and so that was when it was actually abc radio networks mm-hmm. and you know before they got bought out ultimately but yeah so and then i left abc radio networks to go work for syndication one syndication. and a gentleman by the name of gary bernstein is one of the reasons why i went to abc radio networks because he had some connections then he started working over at Syndication One and said, hey, if you come over here, I'll make you the VP of operations. And so mm-hmm. I went over there and, and had a great run over there as well. Blessed. A lot of, lot of good people I've worked with. Yes, I know. I mean, well, now the syndicate, it had nothing to do with the Tom Jordan morning show, though, that portion. Or no, no, no. That was, uh, that was at that particular time, Syndication One was a, uh, the syndication arm for Radio One. Okay, awesome. And of course, Radio One owns Syndication One and Reach Media. So and Reach, they're kind of like all in the family after a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And then I remember, I, I remember you too. Even though that was back in the day, I always yeah. remember you being so nice and so pleasant. And mm-hmm. I, as I told you when we started exchanging emails back and forth, I remember mm-hmm. you being like this shy person. And you said that was just you know because you were at work doing admin work, but obviously you had that tiger in you. And yeah. I see you grow and progress. And I, sometimes I see your post and I'm like, wow, I remember she was so shy. But she's really jumping <laughs> out there and letting her presence be felt. And so I'm, I'm, proud, I'm proud of you. I've been watching your work for years. Well, thank you. You are so sweet. I don't know why I'm seen as a shy person. I guess that small town. I still have that small town uh, persona. Oh, in, yeah. 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 I think that's what it is. Because, yeah. um, you know. 
I, I, you know, I it's a lot of different sides to me, but I, I try to be uh, mindful of others when, you know, if, you know, when I'm uh, around several that I'm not very familiar with. So I try to be respectful and mindful yeah. of it. Well, you, yes. You heart, you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. Then, you know, I ran into you again in Atlanta when I, I you know, I resided in Atlanta for like four years from 2014 until 2018. Uh-huh. And I had no idea I was going to run into you because I, I met Simon, rest in peace. Yeah, um, good man. Yes, very good man. Wonderful, outstanding talent. I ran into him and he offered to give me a tour of, uh, I guess, Radio One. Uh, well, the whole collaboration collaboration or uh, conglomerate of yeah, the radio yeah. stations. Mm-hmm. And then there you were in the hallway and I met Derek Hopper and some of the others. And I'm like, whoa, I wish I could work here. <laughs> yeah, great times at Radio One Atlanta. I was there over 10 years. Work with some great staffs, great people. Some people not so great, but that's another story. You know, I think sometimes when you work with a, a large number of people, you know, some people will, you know, form opinions about you or may not like your success. One of the things that that I've come to realize as I've gotten older is the more successful you are, there are a lot of people who are with you, but there are also people that are in the background looking and lurking and not liking your success. And so exactly. it's a it was a bitter pill, that scenario right there. But, you know, the good Lord has always provided and, and I have nothing but mostly fond memories, like 99.9% fond memories of my time at Radio One. I do think it's a great company, great organization. And of course, working for uh, Miss Kathy Hughes was definitely one of the highlights of my entire radio career because I just have so much love and admiration and respect for her. Yes, yes. That's my sorority sister. All right. <laughs> I love it. Love yes, Kiwi. <laughs> All right. Okay, now. Amen. <laughs> so, Dave, you went on from there, from uh, Radio One, and then you went out to Los Angeles, right? And you were yeah. programming Stevie Wonder's legendary radio yeah. station. Yeah. <sighs> Tell that us about fun. that. Well, the first time I got a call from someone about the opportunity, the person called me and said, hey, you know, somebody wants to talk to you on the phone. And I said, okay. And I said, who? And, and they said, Stevie. And I said, okay, Stevie who? And he said, Stevie. And I'm like, oh, you talking about Stevie? You talking about Stevie, Stevie. And they said, and yeah, then, he's on the other line. And I said, oh my God, yeah, of course I'll talk to him. And when they flipped As the in over, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Absolutely, yeah. And Stevie was so cool on the phone and it was just such a pleasure uh, and humbling to talk to somebody of that magnitude. I mean, yes. we're talking about a worldwide figure. Yes. And he was just so nice on the telephone and so pleasant, knew of me, knew of my situation and knew of, of my track record. And, uh, and he wanted me to come out to LA. And that was at the height of the pandemic. And I was not about to move to LA at that particular time, but I offered up an opportunity to consult the brand from, Los, uh, from Atlanta to Los Angeles because as you know, with technology, you don't have to physically be in a city to be able to make things happen. And so I logged in every day and I checked in with the staff every day and it was just an amazing ride. And I did that for close to a year. And ultimately I decided that he needed someone to be in Los Angeles. And I wasn't really, I wasn't really trying to pick up and leave Atlanta because I love the city. And so I said that he probably needed to find someone. And I ended up walking away from that opportunity 
which probably in hindsight was a dumb move. <laughs> <laughs> no. I always tell people never give up a job until you have the other job. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just decided to walk away from there because, you know, there were some scenarios that were starting to play out that just didn't sit well with my spirit. And mm -hmm. at my age, if it don't feel good and if it don't feel right, I don't have no problem walking away from it because I know ultimately my ultimate provider is the good Lord. So but we walked away on good terms. And, you know, I even stayed on, even though I said I was, you know, my last day was going to be on this date. Um, they needed some additional help and they paid me an additional month and we continue to work. And I still have great friends out there. I mean, a lot of good people who work out there at KJLH. Great, legendary brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You established and built some great relationships. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a blessing. You know, I, it, it's, it's a blessing just to be able to do something that you love. Mm -hmm. I've, given this, I've given the radio business quite a few years of my life and it's changed a lot. I'm sure you know. You see the downsizing that's taking place in the industry. You know, they said a lot of things was going to kill radio from, you know, HD radio to satellite radio, you know, to, of course, CDs and stuff like that. But, you know, radio, as long as it's free, it's going to be around. I it's love radio. Gonna be around. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's going to yeah. be around. You know, you just got so many different options now when you got Spotify and all these different uh, outlets that you can go to. Yeah. And download or, or or stream your music, so mm -hmm. that kind of kind of puts a little crunch on radio a little bit. Can you kind of elaborate on that, Dave? Yeah, you know the streaming services are now the go-to source when people want to find new music. I mean, the yeah. radio stations are no longer breaking music; they've had yeah. to give that title up to TikTok and Spotify, and, and mainly TikTok. And I never thought that the day would come where it has hurt the industry so much from a financial standpoint because of people, you know, doing other things, getting into streaming, um, you know, that the radio business is in a state where it's almost shocking, you know, to me. Again, when you give the majority of your life to one field, you know, that's like your baby and you never want to see anybody hurt your baby. But no. the streaming services and some of the other things, you know, that the handheld device, this right here, you know, yes. is the radio killer. So, yeah. <laughs> the industry is definitely different, but do I think it's going to survive? Do I think it'll be around? Yes. But the downsizing from the pandemic, a lot of people yeah. lost their job and they never got it back. Oh, I yeah. know. Mm -hmm. I know. So, but you know, the, with those drastic moves uh, comes change. So hopefully something else will evolve and open up more opportunities in that area again. I'm praying. Well, I'm praying. podcasting is one of those things. Podcasting is one right now. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Podcasting came out of, out of folks having to, you know, be creative when you're working from home, working from a home studio, the technology yeah. has advanced. And I think everybody in radio has now advanced to a certain point where they know they must be able to understand podcasting. They know they must be able to understand streaming. They know they must be able to handle multimedia, look at one, two, three, four screens, you know, from their house nowadays. So it's, it's caused a lot of people to grow. And so I think grow. that's one of the benefits of, of the pandemic. Yes, it is. Cause this exactly, this show was birthed through the pandemic in July of 2020. Yeah. And it's definitely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> you do good though. You do good. I'm, you know, I'm one of those, I, I am a little shy. I, I kind of like being behind the scenes and I like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, not the camera in my face so much, but, um, you know, what God has shown me, like I've shared with others, 
uh, he's helped me to see uh, through this show that it's not about me. It's about the guests and who you're reaching, the lives you're touching and honoring, you know, so many successful people that a lot of times uh, just are not heard of in certain areas, you know, or certain markets. Correct. Yeah, you're giving great exposure. I, I looked at uh, some of your podcasts because when you told me, hey, I'd like you to be on, I said, let me see what this is about. And, uh, <laughs> congratulations. You've got quite a few episodes. Well, you know, once you. you reach a certain point, I think it's 20 episodes or something like that, 25 episodes, they say you've, you've broken that mold. And I think you're up to like 30 something, right? 90 episodes. 90? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe I looked at 30 episodes online is what it was, but wow, 90 episodes is crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. We've been, we've been kind of busy and I I thank God for it. You know, I really thank God, but I really, it's not about me. It's about you honoring you because I'm looking at the list of your accomplishments, Dave, and Mm -hmm. it's just amazing. National Black Radio Hall of Fame inductee. And then you got the living, that's the Jerry Bolding Living Legends uh, Award, right? Living Legends yeah. Foundation inductee, mm-hmm. Icon Winner Award, the uh, club president at Toastmasters. And of course, you had 12 that's number one radio enough. stations. Do <laughs> I need to go on? <laughs> no, you can stop. I appreciate that so much. Uh, you know, it's a humbling feeling to have won so many different, you know, awards. I mean, it's it's a gift from God. God gave me a gift. And at the end of the day, I always tell people when they start saying the wonderful things, and that's why I wanted to cut you off, because <laughs> it's not about me. I'm the person who is receiving some of these accolades. And this is the honest to God truth, but it's never about me. It's about the teams that I worked with because they were doing their job. Now, I, sometimes you have to be the visionary, but at the end of the day, you can't do all the different things in order for a station to be successful. You got to have a good promotions person. You got to have great assistant program directors like I've had. You know, you got to have a, a, you know, a great person who's your boss to a certain degree who will allow you to do what you need to do and finance the things that you want to have done for it to be financed. That means you got to have a good sales department. You need to have a great relationship with your sales department and your sellers. So it's a whole bunch of people who come into play when one person sometimes rises to the point to where they're getting acknowledged. It's not them. It's all those other things that yes. make it possible. And I realize that. And so I always try to carry myself in a humble manner because I know it's not me. I know it's the teams. It's always about the teams. It's yeah. about the teams. Absolutely. What, what affects you affects the team. So no doubt. Yeah. You want to yeah. be, want to make sure you're firing you know, on, on positive cylinders as, as much as possible, because it's not, like you said, it's not just about you, but it's going to have an effect on everyone that's connected with, to you. Absolutely. 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 And I've been blessed. I've been really, really blessed and and lucky and fortunate. So, but I will tell you one thing, and this, this is going to sound a little bit self-serving. I'm I'm putting that out in the universe because Uh I never really acknowledged it until uh, the business bully, uh, his name is Taz Anderson. You remember David Anderson? He used, to, he used to be the executive producer back at ABC Radio Networks uh, years ago. Um, well, actually, no, that was at Syndication One, not never at, at ABC Radio Networks, so he didn't work with you. But one of the things, when he was giving me a lot of accolades, like you just did, and I told him what I just told you, <laughs> and he said something, and it really hit home. And he said, 
that's great that you're acknowledging those teams, but he said, what's the one thing that's in common? What's the common denominator there? And I said, yeah. And he said, you. And I was like, wow, that really hit home because I've been able to win in various markets with various teams. It's still always about the team, but he made it crystal clear. And he's a coach. He's a great coach. And he wanted me to know, take some of the credit. Yeah. You're a key player. You are a key player. Just imagine how different that whole situation would have been without you. Yeah. it's. I mean, I'm hoping that they would have still won. But I'm a good driving force. I do know that. I'm a coach. I'm a motivator. I'm an inspiring person who wants to inspire others. I want to help people grow. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of a cheerleader to a certain degree. Yeah. But when he told me that, it's so funny. I never even thought like that. But he brought something to my attention. So I want to give a shout out to the business bully, David Anderson, for letting me know, hey, take some credit, bro. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Dave Anderson, for bringing that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, and, and speaking of being a coach, I found one of those clips. Uh, I know you you have those Canes rules for success. I yes. love hearing you speak on yeah. that. Thank so let's, let's take a look at it. I uh, managed to download it on from Facebook. So let's take What's a up, look. What's up, good people? Listen, I'm uh, up at 7 a.m. Friday doing my walk and run and I was watching some deliveries being delivered in my neighborhood and it fell on my spirit to remind you in case you forgot your package is not going to get delivered to the wrong address I promise you that I know you might be seeing other people getting their blessings at their doorsteps and you've been praying and you've been faithful you gonna get yours because FedEx, UPS, Amazon, they all use GPS tracking, right? Well, God's GPS is better than all of them combined. So I'm telling you to keep preparing yourself because your blessing is coming to your address. I hope you have an awesome weekend. God bless. Thank you. Thank you for playing that. Yes. Makes me feel good. Thank you for that. Yes, I had to share with, you know, the audience what you're doing. I mean, your work is across the board it is awesome. And and then you have the you have Hurricane Dave University. Yes, yes. And that's and a coaching scenario. Mm-hmm. Coaching scenario. Okay. And then Toastmasters International. So tell us a little bit about both if you can briefly. Sure. Well, uh, Hurricane Dave University started out of King's Rules for Success. And uh, people who are watching this, if you just go to Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, any of those places and type in the hashtag Kane's Rules for Success. And I have over a thousand of those clips, um, you know, that Millie just played. I have over a thousand of those because I believe in being a positive, inspiring individual because there's so much negativity in the world that people need to be reminded of some of the good things like the packages that you're expecting from the good Lord, they're coming. You got to be patient, you know, because mm-hmm. if they came every single time when you wanted it to come, then there would be no need for you to have faith. You know, yes. faith is very important and know that your package is going to come. So I've been doing those types of things for years. And then a friend of mine said, you know, you should, you should do Hurricane Dave University. And that's yeah. uh, a gentleman by the name of Malcolm Ennis. And, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciated that. And so I started 
Hurricane Dave University, where I'm offering some different coaching classes. And one of them that's up right now, it's free to join that particular, that particular class. It's the first five things to do when you find yourself out of work or when you get fired. Because a lot of times people get fired and they have no idea what they should do next. They just, you know, they fall on their knees, hopefully, and they pray and they mm -hmm. ask God to help them. But I have this course up that will help you as well. And I mm -hmm. learned, because trust me, I've been fired more than not anybody that I know on radio, but I've been terminated quite a few times, never mm -hmm. for violating something, you know, that I knew that I was violating. Never mm -hmm. because like, oh, I knew I'm, I know I'm doing something wrong. And so mm -hmm. we're going we're gonna to relieve you. But sometimes people just change. Your philosophies change. You don't agree with those individuals that are in charge. And so they want to bring their own people in. And so yeah. sometimes that happens. And you need to know that it's okay, that it's not the end of the world to get terminated. It's just the good Lord saying, this is the end. And now from this point forward, it's something new. Yeah, you know, That happens over and over in life. With friends, with families, with jobs, with relationships. When one thing ends, that's the end of that. Okay, this is mm -hmm. the here comes new the chapters coming. Absolutely, and embrace it. Embrace the change. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. what those two things are pretty much about. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love it. And speaking of family and all of that, I got some clips here I want to share, guys. Not only is he successful. <laughs> You did your research. I love it. Okay. I did a little Not only is he successful in his career, but look at his family pictures, guys. Look at that. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. They're enjoying Disney World. That's so beautiful. I yeah. love it. And yeah. here you are. Now we're going to go back a little bit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> look at that, man. That goes all that was uh, with Roger Moore and Ice Cube. So that goes back to Buffalo, New York, WBLK. Yes. Wow. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> and, and this one, I just, I love. Oh, yeah. Those are your That's, children, right? Those are all of my kids right there. And they mean everything to me. Everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. I, I just love them to death, you know? The, the business sometimes can pull you away from your family because, mm -hmm. you know, you work so many hours. And especially if you're a programmer or somebody in management, sometimes you work in 24-7. And I think with my first four kids, I was away a lot. And yes. that's why a lot of the stuff that I post on my social media is with my eight-year-old, uh, Brooklyn. And she is just mm -hmm. everything. And yeah. I think the good Lord gave me a chance, gave me a do-over. Like, dude, yes. you were dedicated to these companies and companies are not dedicated to you. They're not exactly you as long as you are doing something for them. But when mm -hmm. it's time for you to move on, they move on and they don't think about your family. And that's just called business at the end of the day. It ain't personal, but the good Lord gave me a do over with my eight year old. And I spend as much time with her as I possibly can. Absolutely. No, and I see that. And I see the love and the joy in your face, you know, yeah. in your pictures. I see it now as you're talking about your family. So, you know, yeah. very good man, guys. If you're yeah. just tuning in, we're talking to David Hurricane Dave Smith, national uh, recognized VP of programming radio, urban radio. And he's also CEO, founder of Branded. Then we're going to talk a little bit more if we have a few minutes. But I just want to flash some of these accolades oh, here. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Da, da. Yeah. Yes. That. Chairperson now. From mm -hmm. being inducted to chairperson of the induction and nomination process, that was pretty crazy. 
Yeah. I know it was. I know that's a great feeling. Dun, dun. Oh, yeah. The Tech Lab show. Absolutely. I mm -hmm. love that show. Bless, bless. Yeah. And branded live. Yes. And that picture was taken when I was in inside of the Apple store, I believe. One of the, <laughs> one of the tricks that I've learned from marketing is, you know, you go into, and I used to do this with radio stations. I would go into a Best Buy or Apple store or any place mm -hmm. where there was a computer and I would put the radio station's website up on the screen and then walk away. Um, that's free marketing. Yeah. So yeah, now I see. when I go into stores, you know, I'll put up Branded Live and get on, put it on three or four computers and then go on about my business. Oh, yeah, wow. Somebody might look at it and be like, Branded Live, what is that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Talented Brothers Award. Yeah. With some good people, Derek Harper and, and Rick Party. Yes, absolutely. And those divas, too. <laughs> you know, uh, Ramona DeBro mm -hmm. and uh, France in there. Absolutely. Darling yes. McCoy there. That was a good time. Time. Yes, yes. So I had to just recognize that we're just about out of time. But can you just tell us a little bit about before we go? Tell us what Branded Live is and, and why you started it. Yes, Branded Live. And I always have to spell it because sometimes people hear branded with an ED, but it's actually actually Branded Live. Yep. Just like it is on the screen. And I appreciate you flashing that back up there. But I do also own Branded, which B-R-A-N-D-E-D. I did get that as well, because in case somebody, if I'm speaking about it, if they type either one, it'll take you to the right site. But Branded Live, I consider that a black tech company, and we do all sorts of things. We have some investments in some of the black technology firms that are out there that, I sh that shall remain nameless. Uh, but we also do chatbot automations. We do all types of automation. We do interactive voice response. Uh, I fly drones. Um, what else do we do over there at Branded Live? Uh, I do some stuff in the metaverse because I love the metaverse so I can onboard you into the metaverse and businesses into the metaverse because a lot of people don't know how to get in. Yeah, you know? I know. So I've just always been a tech guy and I'm mm -hmm. a black guy. So I consider it a black tech company. And that's what yeah. Brandon Live is. Yes. All right. Brandedlive.com. Well, Brandedlive.com. Yeah. Guys, yeah. you heard it. You know, look him up. And Dave, if someone um want to book you for anything, I guess a speaking engagement or anything, how can we contact you? Uh, you can contact me at Instagram, which is at Hurricane Dave on Instagram. I'm also okay. on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can find me under uh, Dave Hurricane Dave Smith. Hurricane and Dave. of course, they can go to Branded Live as well and email me. So I'm, I'm available. I'm here. And you also have a website, right? HurricaneDave.com? Yep. HurricaneDave.com. You can click there and there's a button to reach me on there as well. Look at, look at Millie Mills. You just doing a lot right now. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're very professional. You know, sometimes I get on these shows and it's not as professional as this and you just gotta, you just gotta continue to roll with it. But I'm just really proud of you because again, I always see that person who to me was shy and timid and the way you've just blowing down the doors, you know, and kicking in the doors and doing all the great stuff that you're doing with your podcast and everything else. I'm just proud of you. So I, I was proud to be on your show. I don't I don't agree to do a lot of shows. Um, I know you told me that. So yeah, that you know, thank you. I, I don't do a lot of them. So I need to do more in 2023. That's one of the things yeah. that I said I was going to step out more and do more shows and do more things. But 
Uh, it's a pleasure just to see you again and talk to you is even even more pleasurable. So thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to have this opportunity. I thank God and I thank you. And I thank you guys for listening and watching the show. And we'll check. Well, let me see. Next week, I believe it is yeah, Better Lives. Uh, we'll talk more about that organization. They're going to be joining us right here on Bring It in the House. We'll see you next time. Bye, Dave.